I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porn of the Footnotes. This week we are joined by a pretty special guest to James, Alice and I. Um, she is a star of some of our favourite childhood films, The Triumvirate of Mrs Doubtfire, Miracle on 34th Street and Matilda, Matilda herself. It's Mara Wilson. Hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to be here. We are so excited, Mara. Yeah, I, I noticed actually that in one of the first episodes, when we were talking about the name Rocky Flintstone, you said it's like combining one of your favorite characters with your favorite names. And you said, so mine would be Matilda Doubtfire. Yes. And I was just like, oh, I feel, yeah, I, I got such a such a warm, fuzzy feeling when I heard that. So <laughs> I sort of stopped watching films after you stopped making them. So that's like the extent <laughs> of, my, of my movie knowledge. Honestly, this is probably the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad to be a part of this. It's just so funny and it's, it's so many things that I love and it's brought me a lot of joy and a lot of things I hate too. But uh, I love sort of like dad culture. Yeah. Although I can't imagine. I mean, I love my father, but he is a very gentle and very genteel man. And he would never do anything like this. Probably just the idea of it would be too much for him. Mara, I thought that as well. (laughs) (laughs) So what are the things that you hate about it? Okay, anything with food and sex kind of grosses me out because I just feel like that's, and this is actually a phrase I say a lot, that's a yeast infection waiting to happen. (laughs) (laughs) That's just not healthy. And I don't think food and sex, I, I mean, actually one of the first like erotic books I ever read was, uh, and it wasn't even really erotic, it was romantic, was Like Water for Chocolate. Oh, yeah. I was 13. And yeah, that book is all about food and sex. And at, at 13, I was like, wow, this is really hot. And then I got a little bit older. And I was like, in real life, all those things would probably be a big mess. And you'd have to clean it up. And yeah, it would be exactly. really gross. The cleanup. Is, yeah. yeah, I think about that a lot. I mean, yeah. I don't want to spoil things for future episodes, but chocolate is about to feature in a very, oh, very no. real way. I know, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, God. Maybe skip the spaghetti, that spaghetti bolognese was, was terrible enough, but <laughs> know, chocolate. Right? I'm just amazed you were reading porn at 13 years old. <laughs> well, it's not explicit, but there is definitely sex happening in it. Um, so any other particular highlights or lowlights? I really loved the stuff with the Duchess. Um, oh. But I think a lot of my favorite parts have been rock. Rocky's attitudes towards Americans in general. Oh, yeah, discuss. Yeah, it's very, very clear how he feels about Americans. And I mean, we're not exactly in good standing with the rest of the world right now, so I understand. But this was already written a few years ago, so... No, I know. 
height of Obama. What was he thinking? All of his American characters are are caricatures. Right. Like Jim Sterling is just. And the thing is, I, I I'm not sure if it was suggested. I think somebody's also suggested at some point that Danny DeVito could play him in a movie. Yeah. The thing is, Danny has a very very good sense of humor about himself, and is <laughs> always up for doing weird shit. <laughs> so honestly, I heard that and I was like, and it made me a little uncomfortable, but I was like, yeah, Danny would actually probably love to do that. <laughs> really? Do you reckon he'd be up for playing Jim Sterling? He plays the weirdest parts. I mean, I don't know if you've seen him on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He There's a scene where he climbs nude out of a couch cushion. <laughs> uh, so he's, he's a werewolf who appears, you know, totally nude in Big Fish. He's, oh, yeah. He just likes he really does like doing the weird shit and he has a great sense of humor about himself and he's he's a really nice guy and so honestly he would probably hear this and be like this is amazing <laughs> i don't want to like and you know be like oh yeah danny would totally go for that and danny would be like what the hell mara but, <laughs> but uh, he's like my fun uncle you know so yeah exactly yeah matilda i mean i have just mostly happy memories of filming it it felt kind of like summer camp to me was it before or after mrs doubtfire was it like it was after mrs doubtfire i get i mean i can kind of remember it but i was i was five years old at the time. Alice does the lisp often. I often do, but it smells funny and you skip the parts. <laughs> it's so cute. I've often tried to use that in like job interviews and things where I want to endear people to me. <laughs> Alice is currently unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Robin's suggestion to add she smells funny too. But uh, yeah, a lot of the lines there were his suggestions. Uh, so that that one was good too. But I also embarrassed myself a lot because I was five and didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> like the day that my mom gave me the sex talk and the next day I came to work and asked one of the makeup artists if she had done it. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I think I actually started singing, I know about sex. I know about sex. And I looked over and I saw Robin and Chris Columbus and Robin was in full Doubtfire drag talking about how how I had been you know like did you hear Mara was asking Virginia about sex and uh, her name was Virginia which just made it even better yeah and then once I once I actually I don't know gained some more cognitive capacity I would lay at night thinking about that just being oh God, like, yeah. I love that universally singing I know about sex means you generally don't know about sex <laughs> It's definitely not a song Rocky could sing, isn't it? <laughs> Is he, his birthday's coming up, right? It is. Well done. Yeah, I think that you should get him an anatomy manual. That's a yeah. great gift. I, did. I struggle every year what to get my dad. Obviously now he's like a porn baron. What do you get? The man who has everything slash nothing. Um, so that's a good idea. And maybe like bookmark the pages that he needs to look at. But, but it also, I mean, it's sort of the part of the charm slash horror of the books that he doesn't know these things. I actually have to say that another thing I really love are his Q&As that make no sense. Oh my God, honestly. <laughs> Try having dinner with him. Honestly, Mara. <laughs> I would love having dinner with him, but the whole time I would just be, I, in my head, I would just be thinking, what the hell are you on about? <laughs> That's pretty much what it's like. Yeah, one of my favorite things, and I, I think I, I cried laughing talking about this, and is that they ask him, what's with the symbols? Oh, oh sure. my God. And I like that Stephen King, Steph King, told him <laughs> that it's it's all about, you know, incorporating symbols into your work. And he took that literally. <laughs> <laughs> he means characters and weird runes, quite literally. Who'd have thought that subtlety would be lost on Rocky Flintstone? I mean, it's so, <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's just literal i also you know i don't know if you know this but in in america angie Harmon, the actress that he imagines to play her yeah she's known for being one of the most politically conservative actresses in hollywood really Ooh. yeah a lot of people just like like straight out don't like her because she's republican there goes dad's vote <laughs> <laughs> 
So I, I don't know if she would be game. <laughs> yeah, he has picked the wrong pinup girl there, clearly. Yeah, I've been thinking for a while. I'm like, who could play Belinda? Let's talk honestly, okay? Yeah. Is the Belinda Blinked movie the film that could bring you out of retirement? Can you see yourself? <laughs> as Belinda well the thing is I don't I mean I've acted in a few things I was on that show Broad City I do yeah. a lot of voiceover work uh, still yeah I love and I love doing voiceover work so if there's any voiceover in Belinda <gasps> Blink for sure you but... could be her clit oh my god <laughs> that would actually be amazing <laughs> <laughs> Mara Wilson is the clit that would be yeah that would actually be amazing I would love that I've had a very low voice for a very long time <laughs> I can be sexy characters I can be villains I can be old ladies i can be all kinds of things just in voiceover and i love that we'll have to workshop the clip then we'll have to figure out exactly what the clip's voice is yeah talking of accents what do you think of uh jamie jamie's brought a lot of characters now to the book a lot of accents what what do you think of them all uh, i i i like them i'm impressed with the american accents sometimes uh <laughs> it, it kind of comes and goes yeah some of the accents yeah the russian one was not very good Okay. Um, right, a lot Mara. of the a lot of the foreign language ones have not been very good, but I do think I am kind of impressed. I was like, oh, that American actually isn't that bad. To be fair, though, Mara, like I'm not really a trained actor in any way, and also, <laughs> really, what do you mean, not really? <laughs> okay, excuses. I'm not at all. Go on, make excuses. Yeah. <laughs> and also, the accents are supposed to be bad. That's the whole point. Like these books are, are bad, the accents are bad. Yes, of course they <laughs> you are. Can, you can okay. That can be your defense. That can be your defense. Yes. <laughs> your, your Brazilian one this week was particularly came under fire because uh, you added a lisp to it from- yeah because i thought it'd be funny but obviously no one really gets the joke but it's all right it's fine i can take it i've got a, i have a thick skin it, it, does seem, it does seem a bit exhausting i am amazed by the the, the stamina and the uh and the the amount of energy everybody in this book has oh know, people right? are non-stop rabbits like they just <laughs> don't even take a breath for you know feeding or cleaning Washing. themselves <laughs> sometimes they don't sleep and nobody ever has a hangover I know. yeah exactly i think this is rocky's idea of utopia utopia is a relative concept maybe this is his utopia everybody's pansexual everybody's drunk all the time but never hungover it's it does feel like it's still sort of like london in the 70s <laughs> but it is kind of like a, a baby boomer's idea of of like what utopia is exactly i'm i am very curious about rocky i'm very very curious about about who he is and and how he got this way. I, I don't know. I mean, I do think that the legacy of Rocky Flintstone will probably live on forever. But... Are you trying to wangle an invite to the pavilion here, Mara? You know, you know, I haven't been to the UK in a while, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there's no way he knows who I am at all. I mean... But, oh, are you but, kidding and, um... me? Matilda is the biggest film in our house. My three sisters and I used to watch it religiously. Go, Brucey, go! Oh, my goodness. He slithered like a serpent into the kitchen. We could honestly do the whole thing. Well, that's really good. That's really flattering. I'm glad that he is a part of it. Uh, I think, you know, Pam Ferris is another person who I feel like would be great in the movie. Because she played the Trunchbull in Matilda. She was the Trunchbull, yes. And she is the kindest person I've ever met. We need a good role for her, then. Who what? could she play Pam? Who's Pam good for? Um... I mean, the obvious thing would be the Duchess, but it would be the Duchess, but Daisy Ridley has has called her Helga. Already. Helga. Helga could be good. She'd be a good Helga, actually. In all the woolen. Yeah. yeah. And didn't Helga have her own chokey that she she just lived in a corner of the office? She did. She in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> this makes so much sense. This must be what it feels like to be a great casting director when you find the right person for a role. <laughs> yeah, I was actually thinking about this the other day, and I. I realized that all of the actresses that I went out like on parts with 
people like Kristen Stewart and Aaliyah Shawkat and Evan Rachel Wood, all of us, we we all went out for each other's parts and we all looked different. But I, I, I looked back at us and I was like, we all either grew up to be gay or bisexual. Casting <laughs> 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 directors know what they're doing. We need bisexual people for this film. So if you know anyone, like everyone just has sex with everyone. So everybody's just kind of pansexual and everybody's just kind of like, I, I liked that Peter Rouse's wife was very open to the idea because the idea of cheating and the idea of using sex as like a weapon to hurt people that always has bothered me mm. so I like the idea that Christina was just all for it yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> people in this book they're all just they're just bonobos that's what they are they just use sex to communicate with each other and one of my brothers actually studied primatology so he has a lot of books on on apes and primates because bonobos just use sex to communicate with each other to oh, wow. like commune with each other to every yeah they like greet each other by like touching penises and things and that's kind of what I feel like I, I, I feel I feel like I'm at the zoo when I listen to Belinda Blake. <laughs> that is the best assessment I've ever heard. I mean, there are like arguments and there are books out there that say like we human beings are more like bonobos. We should all just be, you know, into this free love kind of world. But like yeah. Belinda Blink kind of is that. It's all problems are solved using sex. They are. <laughs> exactly. It's like problems, like rewards. <laughs> Business uh, deals. Exactly. Everything. It. It's the currency for everything. <laughs> so maybe this is set in the future where, um, I don't know, where we've devolved a bit back to bonobos. Yeah. So would you think that the representation of bisexuality in these books is accurate? Like, what do you reckon? <laughs> Um, I, I, no. Uh, <laughs> well, for some people, people find more people attractive when they're bisexual. I'm still picky. So it just means that there's, there's more than one gender that I'm bad at dating. Uh, but, but there are people who are bi or pansexual who are just kind of like interested in everybody and right. interested in all kinds of people. Uh, and to them it might be, but yeah, but it isn't just, I think this world is kind of interesting in itself where, and I do think in some ways it is kind of forward where people are just sort of incidentally, you know, pan or bisexual sexual and it is like not considered a thing yeah and that is actually kind of nice where it's just like oh yeah of course we assumed you would be into these people and you would be and everybody's just kind of attracted to everyone and that is actually kind of nice but i have been arguing that we need more boring bisexual representation (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, because a lot of people are are you know they're villains they're evil or they're super sexy and i mean i'm just like sitting here you know drinking tea and like you know trying to get my cats to come over or they're bella to be fair. And oh, Bella is amazing. I I do. I love Bella's accent. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Mara, it sounds like it you're is... getting tired. You're, you're not making any sense. You've gone mad. No, I do though, because she's such she's such a character. Although I do think it is very weird that your father based her on somebody you knew. I know, I know. But I think we all have a friend like Bella. <laughs> Everyone's got a Bella. I think this book is also this book is also a great example of how uh, writing fiction can be more revealing than writing nonfiction. <laughs> so true. It's not even like what his sexual fantasies are, but just like what he thinks is sexy, which nobody thinks is sexy, or yeah. what he thinks is fun and interesting, which is, you know, wine and turkey sandwiches. Mm. You're so right. We shouldn't get criminals to write confessions. We should get them to write porn and it will reveal everything. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It reveals so much. Well, you know what your homework is, Mara. You got a ring, Pam. You got a ring, Danny. And give us those RSVPs for this filming. <laughs> I think. I think. Yeah. I. I wonder if Danny has listened to it yet. I bet his. I bet he would love it. I love the idea that we might be bringing you all back together. You, Danny, and Pam. Yeah, that would actually be amazing. <laughs> the Matilda reunion in porn. Yes. Oh, God. Can you imagine the headlines? From oh, you to 18. <laughs> I do like to say that I feed off ruined childhoods. So, you know. <laughs> 
Well, Mara, thank you so, so much for coming on my dad's report of the footnotes. It's been amazing having you. You've kind of made our lives. Yes. I feel like we're going to wake up in the morning and be like, did we really just do that? Like, was that a real thing? This has been so much fun. Like, this is such a fun show and it's so ridiculous. And yes, I have I have spread the good word uh, of Rocky and I will continue to do so. Thank you so much for everything, well, thank for you. your life's thank work. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it has all culminated in this moment, yes. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.